Hi there, I'm Will Johns. You're listening to NWCZ Radio, and uh, stay tuned. I'm Ryan. And I am Whitney. We are the Grizzle Mighty, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Tacoma! Coming to you from the Man Cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. everybody welcome to the northwest convergence zone show post thanksgiving hangover show uh hope everybody had a great thanksgiving week and now it is time for the holidays the big run up the big kahuna christmas new year's kwanzaa uh winter solstice am i forgetting hanukkah, one? Hanukkah. yeah hanukkah how could i forget that uh, i'm sure there's other the occupy movement they having a special day around that time is Shower day? So I think so. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they roll up a bunch of showers. Let's see. Yeah, mobile what? shower unit. Exactly, man. Yeah, or just get the fire department out there with a the big hose. <laughs> yeah, you got to run that through some warm water at least. <laughs> uh, well, but you know, hope everybody had a good week. What a great week for you know, just hanging out with the family. Um, you know, had a lot of family rolling through, got a lot of good naps. Uh, you had <laughs> survived Black Friday. I didn't go out in it, but I know some people who yeah. went. Nope. Um, and then football, 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 football. What a weekend. And dogs won. Congrats to those guys. Yep, great game. Um, much to Chance's demise and, you know, not being very happy. The Longhorns, my Longhorns, beat the Aggies. That was always fun. USC just completely clobbered UCLA, which is never a bad thing in my book. Uh, they can both I don't like slide either, into the well, ocean I don't like either one of them, but UCLA, you know, with New Weasel, I always like to see him go down. Yeah, but uh, good times. Hawks won today. so No, they didn't. They lost. <laughs> they did? Yes. When I left and came in here, they were ahead. Yeah, they, uh, they cooged it. Wow. Yeah. Shows how much uh, uh, Daryl on the spot. Johnny on the spot, yep. <laughs> Seahawks win. It's a good thing I don't print papers, right? <laughs> the Hindenburg didn't go down. It's just fine. It's not on fire. <laughs> Titanic's still floating. I'm telling you. <laughs> what a great cruise line. <laughs> I'll be performing on it next week, as a matter of fact. Hey, Voxy not here with us. I'm Big D. The Gamer. And we have uh, Pants is here and Squeeze and Ryan filling in from the aquarium so hey ryan thanks for coming in and filling in wonder boy and double d went on a little family trip to the coast and i think voxy was spending time with family it's a good a good week for that you know so yeah, yeah. uh and you know there's it's gonna get real busy so a lot of a lot of things going on and uh so we're gonna be hit and miss with them some folks even even on the regular shows during the week so you might hear some repeats. Might hear a couple of repeats, but they're damn worth listening That's to. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, got a great show today. We're going to talk to a guy from jolly old England who has some amazing credentials. He was a jolly old guy, too. Nice guy. Nice guy and 
wait till you hear how this cat grew up. I'd love to have him in here in the studio. Actually, I'd just love to just uh, go down to the uh, pub, New Frontier, and and have some drinks with him. Yeah, and I think that if he comes over here, I think we can arrange shoot that. some snooker. <laughs> exactly. Uh, have you ever played snooker? I haven't. I played it one time. That pool table is freaking huge, man. I don't even know how to do it. It's like like, hey, you want to go bowling? Sure. And they take you out to a lawn bowling place, and you're like, oh. Or like okay, in Canada, great. they have five pin. Yeah, that's great. Have you done that? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The ball's about a little yeah. bit bigger than a bocce ball. And uh, I wish they would bring it here. I think it would be a huge hit with like the college crowd because it's a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, so we talked to Will Johns, talked to a great new band, the Grizzled Mighty, and of course, uh, Tacoma's, well, we, our adopted son, Ernest Jasmine, is yeah. going to join us a little later. But uh, first up is a guy we were talking about just a second ago, the cat from England. His name is Will Johns. Pay attention, because this guy has some words of wisdom from the one and only Eric Clapton. All right, everybody, what you're listening to right there is a cat out of Brighton, England. His name is Will Johns, and he joins us on the phone. Hey, Will, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's great to have you on, and uh, we've been playing uh, some of your music here on NWCZ Radio and proud to do it because, uh, well, first of all, you're damn good. And uh, second of all, it's not often that we get uh, requests from across the pond to play on our station, and... um, you know, going through your bio and stuff, it's pretty impressive. Why don't you catch people up on <laughs> on an amazing background that you have? Wow. Um, <laughs> way to begin, really. Um, yeah, I guess I was kind of born into uh, a lot of rock and roll craziness going on. Um, yeah, my, um, my dad's a, a producer, engineer of uh, some renown his name's andy johns and uh he's got a brother glenn johns and uh he's uh he's a pretty uh affluent producer as well and uh and together they're responsible for some making making some pretty heavy rock music you know <laughs> i'll say led zeppelin four exile on main street by the stones uh freeze highway um, they worked with a lot of the uh, Rod Stewart, Van Halen, a lot of the big names in the business. Were you around for any of that? Did you get to hang around the studio and watch this go down? Yeah, I did on, um, you know, quite a number of occasions and probably, probably too many to even recount. But, um, yeah, you know, I got to meet Eddie Van Halen, which is cool. In fact, uh, my main guitar is, a is still a music man, Eddie Van Halen model. 
Awesome. Um, which, uh, you know, which I cherish. And actually it got stolen from me um, way back in the 90s. Unfortunately, I wasn't really paying attention. I think I was too focused on some chick at the time. But that's not important <laughs> right now. And, uh, it's forgivable. Anyway, there's, there's, yeah, thank you. Uh, so I lost the guitar, and um, but it came back. You know, actually, I got it back about four years later. So I think, you know, you, if you love something enough, it, it'll always come back to you. Now, you're all, you are also, um, I guess, a nephew of George Harrison, right, from the Beatles? Well, that's right. Yeah, I was um, I was lucky lucky enough to meet George too a couple of times and and to go to his um, wonderful house uh, or mansion, Friar Park. And uh, I have memories of uh, of there being a wonderful lake and uh, just amazing grounds there. And he was a really nice guy too. Uh, yeah, I mean that's you know this is like uh, a lot of uh, musicians' sort of wet dream, you know, to get dropped into this. These names that you're just, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, I went by his mansion. I was hanging out with some of these people. Um, it gets even deeper, man. Like, uh, I see that you uh, basically were kind of mentored and encouraged by none other than Eric Clapton. How, now, how did that happen? Well, um, <laughs> well, actually, my mom's, uh, my mom's sister, that would be Patty, um, well, she was married to George, and then of course she was with Eric. And um, and when I was growing up, you know, I used to spend a lot of my weekends out in the country, um, over with you know my auntie Patty and Uncle Eric. And uh, and I guess it was just natural, actually. Yeah, you know, it was just natural to pick up the guitar after a while. What are you, what are your are you still in touch with uh, with Eric Clapton? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like if you like, do you have him on speed dial? You got him and you have him logged in on your phone. Yeah, number seven on speed dial, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, or, or number six. <laughs> I mean, if he rolls in town, you got tickets, right? No problem. <laughs> well, to be honest, I haven't actually been to one of his shows for a while. Right. But um, yeah, no, we still stay in touch. Now, you know, I mean, most people and most lists that come out, um, you know, talk about the greatest guitarists of all time. He's Clapton's always mentioned. And as I'm listening to your music, there is an awful lot of the Clapton influence involved in that. What are some of the things that he taught you or he talked to you about that you might pass on to? Because we have a lot of bands that listen to our program, a lot of guys who are musicians. What are some things that he told you that have resonated and stuck with you all these years that, uh, that you put into practice, that you still work on, or things that just rang so true to you that, that you still abide by them? Yeah, that's a really good question, and um, I'd like to answer that by saying, um, um, I mean, Eric never really sort of um, taught me too much. What he would do, which was, um, which always lasted, was that he might show me a little thing, perhaps, perhaps an intro, and uh, so we'd get that down, and then I'd be like, okay, well, you know, what's the next bit, man? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that and and there would be the lesson, which is well, that's the bit you got to go and you got to go and find that bit out for yourself. Nice. Oh, go create your own stuff. You, yeah, that's right. And so you know, as a musician, and um, you know, especially as a guitar player, we all you know, in our in our path and in our journey, we we progress, and then we maybe come up against a bit of a brick wall. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you have to you have to find that sort of. 
you have to find that self-confidence or or whatever it is to to get yourself to the next step you know so my advice to anybody listening out there is you just got to keep at it and put you inside that thing you know whatever you put into it it's going to come right back at you you know and that's one of the most fulfilling things about uh, being a musician and and playing the guitar yeah, that, that's amazing, and, and you know, just even hanging out with uh, with some of the names you hung out with, uh, you would just think even by osmosis or maybe some sweat flying and landing on your arm, you know, some <laughs> magic happened or something. Hey, we're talking with Will Johns. You can check him out at willjohns.com. Amazing uh, blues rock guitarist uh, over in Brighton, England. And uh, we're going to go into another song of his right now. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about he shared the stage with some big names, one of my all-time favorite cats. And then we're going to talk, we're going to dig deep into his band and more about what he has going on in his own groove. This is Will Johns and School. Surface of the lie. Did you ooh, here we go again? I'm going around now with my easy friend, but for the real deal, you can't pretend the hellhounds on your trail to the very end. Everybody talking, nobody's good. But you show me something you didn't learn at school. Cause you look so hot, baby, when you act so damn cool. But you show me something you didn't learn at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Name of that track is School. It's off of the CD Count on Me. We're talking to Will Johns. Uh, Will, we're not talking about. We're we're not done talking about some of the cats you know, and then I, I want to get into uh, your own personal band and who you're playing with, and and get get a lay of the land uh, around Brighton and where you guys are playing. Uh, one of my all-time favorite bands was The Clash, and I noticed on your page you talk about sharing the stage with none other than uh, than Joe Strummer. What was what was that like for you? Well, you know what? I have to be totally honest. Um, I really didn't know who the dude was, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it's true. Actually, it was um, it was in Oxford, and we were um, we were. We were pulled together by this crazy, crazy guy who had a studio who was doing a project um, actually for uh, some video games, and so he wanted to he wanted a bunch of tracks to to put with this crazy driving game, and um, and we were all you know we were all put together into the studio, and that's where I met Joe. And I just found him as like this really nice guy, you know, a little bit crazy and we were all hanging out and stuff. And he just, you know, he had these great telecasters with this great uh, Bigsby Bridge, I think it was, on it. And um, and it was only and afterwards, after the session, that I found, you know, that I realized who it was that I'd been working with. You know? Yeah, what was, that, what was that moment like, that sort of aha moment where you're like, oh my God. 
Well, I felt pretty dumb, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes that's better. Maybe you weren't intimidated going in, right? You just it's just well, this cat. There you go. You know, maybe I would have treated him differently if you know, if perhaps I knew who he was. Exactly. Maybe, maybe, maybe Strummer. You know, after that, he was he thought, you know, man, this guy just treats me like a regular mate. You know, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Now you had a band um, uh, called Glidia. Is, is that right, Glidia? Glida. Glida. I'm sorry, Glida. Yeah, you know what? And that was that was <laughs> that was a big thing. Was the first of all, you know, nobody could pronounce the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> we were too clever, you know, before we'd even started. Right. <laughs> uh, stumbling out of the gate, but. Uh, yeah. One of the guys in uh, in your band, I found this fascinating. He, uh, according to your website, was an old friend of yours, Jesse Wood, son of Ronnie Wood. Yeah, uh, how did you yeah. How did you meet him initially? Were you guys going to school together and then ran into each other later? What was that story? Well, I'm just uh, a little bit older than Jesse, so we weren't ever at school together, but we'd uh, always known each other because, um, well, just because our families ran together, you know. Um, I mean, Andy worked on, Andy, my dad worked on stone stuff and, uh, you know, my mom and my aunties were always pals of Ronnie's and stuff. And so it was just natural that we would play together as kids, you know, so we've known each other since year dot really. And, um, yeah, I was out in LA, I was out visiting my dad and doing some recording out there in Hollywood and, um, and I went up to Las Vegas to see uh, Jamiroquai and the Stones. And uh, I was in the MGM Grand down there in the casino. And um, I looked look past the one-armed bandit, I guess you'd call it, something like <laughs> a slot machine. Yes. And, uh, and there's my pal Jesse from London, you know. And uh, I was wearing like a purple suit and this huge purple hat. It was just—it must have been two or three foot high, you know. So I hid behind this, this, this slot and jumped out. And of course, Ronnie was with him, and he had all these security guys and stuff. And they all sort of like jumped forward, like ready to sort of pull me away and you know throw me in the bin or outside or something. But, but it was like, no. Ronnie came forward and was like, "Ah, oh, Willie, no man, it's cool, it's cool." And uh, yeah, so, you know, that was a wild weekend, and that was how the, the band was formed. You know, Jesse Jesse was in between bands, and and I would um, I think I'd just about had enough of Hollywood that time. You know what I mean? That's easy to and, do. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I think I'd ended up in the valley, you know, doing something in, uh, in porno. <laughs> uh, what I don't think I can uh, tell you about right now, not until I know you guys a what was, bit better. <laughs> so, so what was your screen name? We're googling that up uh, right now. Uh, what was? Uh, <laughs> You'll never find me. <laughs> <laughs> was that Big Willie Brighton? Is that what was yeah. going? On? <laughs> nice, Little Willie Jones. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Hey, tell us about because now you have uh, you have the Will Johns band and uh you have the cd out count on me fantastic music by the way uh from front to back and you can pick it up off of his website itunes all over the place there's a link on our website to go check it out uh willjohns.com is the uh, the website you want to go to tell us about your band and what it's like playing around uh the scene over there we i've it's been a long time since I've been to England, and I I know that they have, you know, fantastic groups have all come out of there. But I've also heard it's very tough for bands to to get it things going tough. over there. Man, it is tough. 
it really is. Now, I have to say that, um, you know, with Glider, we, uh, you know, we, in, we enjoyed some success as far as, you know, we ended up, you know, doing some good tours over in Europe. And like I said, we, we you know, we, we came out to the States and we did a few shows out there and, uh, and things were happening. And, and when that all finished for me, I, I took that quite hard, actually, and um, sort of, almost gave up music for a while you know for a good year it wasn't my main directive i felt like i needed to you know get a job and get some money behind me <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and uh, and so from there you know being on the south coast and stuff it's been a a, a gradual process um and i think sort of kind of like a a fine cheese or something i've either matured or uh, you know got a bit moldy one of the one of the two i i'd hope that i've matured anyway and i think i lean a little bit more now towards the blues you know and and the blues i think all over the world has got a special place it's 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 almost like an antique shop that um, that it, it it doesn't matter where you're from or what kind of music you like you you'll always stop as you go past the store and have a little look in if you know what I mean yeah I agree with that absolutely and uh, uh, yeah yeah go uh, I, I was going to ask you about you know the places that you play we're we're not familiar over here I mean we have you know Seattle obviously Tacoma area we've had our share of successes that have gone worldwide a lot of people know about the places around here that uh you know some of the legendary places to play what are some of the places that you play the size of the venues what are, what, what kind of crowds come out over there well all sorts all sorts really you know and especially in brighton there is so much going on you know that um there's a there's a place that we play called the concord too um which is quite a big venue down by the seafront and depending on the size of the gig, they can, you know, sometimes the crowd can spill out onto the street because just across the street is, is the beach. So, you know, sometimes they have these huge happenings that spill out right onto the beach. You know, Brighton's quite cool like that. It's quite uh, eclectic. And uh, and then, you know, I mean, uh, a lot of the venues that I play are sort of like little blues clubs, you know. That's kind of, that's kind of like... Uh, kind of home that's kind of where it belongs if you like you know capacity sort of up to about 250 people nice well everybody you have a chance to go see will johns will johns band uh if you happen to be traveling across the pond and those of you who are listening from over there head your asses on down to uh brighton to the marina on the 16th of december you can check check them out in action let's go into another song we're going to come back and wrap it up our guest today will johns and this is titled coming home
All right, name of the track, Coming Home. You can hear all these tracks right here on NWCZ Radio. We're proud to play them. Uh, big fan of Will Johns. And, uh, Will, before we let you go, I just a couple of quick questions. Uh, with all the people that can, have come in and out of your life, the big, huge names that everybody recognizes and so forth, who would you say um, influences you the most in your music? And uh, who do you draw inspiration from or listen to, uh, you know, like on a daily basis that, that you're really digging right now? Okay. Well, it would have to, I'd have to say, you know, my biggest influence, can't get away from it, is, um, is probably Eric Clapton. You know, it comes out in the sound, you know, it doesn't matter what I do, whether I sing in the shower or, you know, it's, it's just how it comes out, you know, so, so that's that one. But who do I listen to? I mean, regularly in the car, there's, there's uh, Johnny Guitar Watson. That's kind of like a staple for me. Um, and then mixed with that, you've got Ry Kuda, just uh, the the uh, Get Rhythm album, which I think was from like 1983 or 1984, that just had a huge effect on me. Some of those opening guitar breaks on that, that's what electrified me and really made me want to make a sound like that on the guitar. I think you might be able to hear that in uh, in uh, On My Back, you know, which is a song of mine that you'll be able to pick out on the album. And uh, from a more contemporary uh, angle then i'm really into joe bonamassa you know i really tried hard to resist for a long time <laughs> but you know what i see some interviews and i hear what the stuff that he says he's just he just seems to me like a damn nice guy and he can just play the hell out of that guitar you know he can he can really really turn it on uh, yeah, like he he's he's a very nice guy. I've talked to him before, and uh, he he seems to be seems to be a genuine guy. And you're right, the guy the guy can play, and so can you. Will uh, really really enjoy the fact that we're able to play your music. You have a fantastic uh, feel for that guitar. I used to have a blues show uh, years ago. And uh, it is always nice to see new people who get, uh, you know, get their one foot in the blues and get baptized into it and, and are going to carry that torch. Oh, well, thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. It's been a real pleasure, you know. And, uh, you know, anytime I can come visit you again, I'd be more than pleased. Hey, Will, when you when are you going to come over to the States? Well, I'm planning on that. We're, um, we're, working, on a, we're working on a new album at the moment. Um, and we hope to start recording that in January. And and literally, as soon as that puppy's ready, then uh, I'm going to be wanting to show it off, you know. Right so on. Plans right on. are to get out there as soon as I can. Well, if you come to the Seattle area, be sure and let us know. We're going to stay in touch with you, my man. But you be sure and let us know. We'll we'll promote the the hell out of that show. We'll all be there, and uh, you know, if time permits, we'll actually we'll have you in the studio. Get caught up. I feel like uh, I feel like I know you. I feel, and I think everybody uh, should go out and check uh, Will Johns out if you're over there in the Brighton area on December 16th at the Marina. Go to his website, willjohns.com. Will. A pleasure, my man. Thank you so much for staying up late and spending some time with us. Hey, thank you so much again for having me. All right. You have a good night. Cheers now. Take care. Later. Bye-bye. Seattle Music Insider Greg Roth is a multimedia music journalist. He's written, composed, and performed live music throughout his life. 
and his ability to understand the process of creating music brings a unique perspective to his artist interviews. Roth interviews a wide variety of musicians, from classic rockers and contemporary acts to up-and-coming local bands. Roger Daltrey of The Who, Lee Oscar of War, Alan White of Yes and Plastic Ono Band, Urge Overkill, Blues Traveler, Weedle's Groove, Fits in the Tantrums, Fatagram, Vicky Martinez and Perry Acker are just a sampling of the artists with whom he has spoken. In addition to one-on-one -on -one interviews, Roth reviews events and festivals such as Synergy in Northwest, Bumbershoot, and Sasquatch. To hear the best artists in the Northwest and beyond, tune into SMI Radio on NWCZ Radio. Listen to SMI Radio every Thursday night on NWCZ Radio. What you're hearing right there is a track titled Wallflower from the band The Grizzled Mighty. And we have Ryan and Whitney who make up The Grizzled Mighty. That's a two-piece right there. Yeah. That's some rocking stuff right there. Damn straight. They're in the studio with us. Hey, welcome to the program. Yo, yo. Thanks. It's good to have you guys. Now, Ryan, we're familiar with you because uh, you also play in another band that storms around the Puget Sound here. That would be Fox and the Law. That is correct. And uh, so tell us a little bit about this uh, the side project. What what does this do for you? How, how did you get involved in this that, you know, obviously Fox and the Law wasn't taking up enough of your time. You had to, you know, fill some more voids, obviously. <laughs> I'm not busy enough. I think I don't have enough gigs going on here. If only Ryan that was the case. Fill voids. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what's the what's the thought and the uh, and the passion behind the Grizzled Mighty? Well, the Grizzled Mighty actually was going um before fox and the law or at least uh, uh -huh. at least not necessarily in this context i actually picked whitney up as a guitar player um it's been a little it's been kind of a slow process really. <laughs> and then uh we kind of were forming uh forming our songs and uh and got involved with girls mighty and then uh you know decided not to uh, mess around with getting any other players and decided you know we'll just stick whitney on the drums and uh <laughs> then we just kind of went from there it's just like a revelation, really. I, I got behind the drums, and Ryan's like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. We don't even need a drummer. <laughs> and uh, so, Whitney, ha have you played in bands before? Is this, uh, was, it sounds like you play at least a couple or several different instruments. What, what's your uh, background in the music? Well, actually, I mean, I, I didn't really 
really start getting into playing in bands until kind of kind of a late bloomer. But um, my I used to play in a little band called Deer Hunter. It's my friends from Atlanta that I went to high school with, and uh, I kind of lost track of them when I you know kind of I left Georgia a long time ago and just fell in love with the Northwest, but. I don't know really, really how it happened, but a few years ago, maybe three, I guess three years ago now, um, they contacted me and asked me if I wanted to play guitar for them. And I was like, okay, cool, where? And they're like, we're going to Europe to tour. Come come with us. So I hopped on that train and played guitar with them and sort of got my confidence level up, I guess, you know, like realized that I really like doing this and this is something I'd like to do, but maybe not with this particular band. And wanted something a little more rocking and when I decided to move to Seattle and settle down I was like this is it man I gotta get I gotta get in a rock and roll band so the Grizzled Mighty is really just you know besides like messing around in high school my my second band that I've ever been in and my favorite band what was that like for you uh touring Europe with uh with your other band what's what's the difference between it sounds like you played you know around Atlanta uh, you played up here in the Northwest. You mm-hmm. go over there. What's <clears throat> what? What are the what's the crowds like over there? What, what's it like? You know, rolling into a club. I assume you know completely unknown to everybody. It's it's absolutely different. It's an interesting experience. You know, when you go over to Europe, there's a lot of things you have to coordinate. You have to get a driver. You have to get a van. There's somebody who knows how to get around over there. I mean, you're driving across country lines. You're getting on ferries. You're in the channel. You know, I mean, you're going all over the place. So. It, the, my favorite part about really touring in Europe is how uh, when you when you show up to a venue, you kind of become like family. You know, they know that you don't know what you're doing. So they <laughs> have dinner for you and, you know, they're like, come on in and have a place to stay maybe and that sort of thing. When you're touring in the U.S., it's it's more like, you know what, you're on your own. We had you signed up to play tonight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's totally. There's a band. I, I ran into that before touring <laughs> yeah, in Michigan. Totally. Never tour in Michigan. <laughs> you come backstage, you're like, where, where, where are all the fancy things that I was getting when I was in Where Paris? are my brown M&Ms? Exactly. I, I ordered a you didn't bowl. get my writer? Yeah. Exactly. I need clean socks. We're supposed to have kittens back here. There's nothing. Now, uh, <laughs> how many live shows uh, have you guys done as the Grizzled Grizzle Mighty? Oh, our first show was in, in May, and we We've been playing pretty much nonstop since. Um, I wonder if we're like up to to twenty or something now. Yeah, I think 20, we're like 25, pro- 20, yeah, 30, twenty-five, twenty-five like in the last couple months. And it's just the two of you. Yeah. Does that surprise people when you guys hit this? Because you guys have a heavy, totally heavy sound for a two-piece. You know, yeah. usually you're so thinking of like Tim Buck Three or you know yeah. some sort of like uh, you know uh, folky or an acousticy type. I mean, yeah, honestly, when, you know, when you first sent the the email to me and you know you're logo popped up and stuff i'm like oh this is his you know quieter side you know (laughs) before i hit track one and play it i was completely wrong my friends (laughs) does that shock do you ever see that in people's faces a lot of of times like well your girlfriend is gonna have to pay before she gets in unless she's on the list um and you can see your acoustic guitar um over there So yeah, we, we uh, get get a little. A lot of times we have to get people to have a second look before we get a first look. Um, right. But yeah, I don't mind it. I love it. Like the band that, that we played with last night, they had three guitar players. And, you know, there were five piece and everything. And, and this is not the first time. But they'll after we get done and 
our friends and people will be coming up to us and they're like, I'm just trying to figure out why they have so many guitar players. Ryan, you're one person and you sound so much bigger than that. <laughs> it's the wall of sound. It's the, it's the grizzled sound. mighty. <laughs> Tell us about the name, the grizzled mighty. Where's that come from? How we come up with that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like months and months of trying to figure out what to be. I think we just settled on that eventually. Yeah. But we're trying to think of something like to describe our sound though the whole time. I woke. I just woke up one day and it really just kind of popped into my head, and I had no idea. I think, it, I think it works. I think it fits good. He went to sleep watching Grizzly Adams. Yeah. Woke up, yeah. Mighty Mor- Morphin, the Power Rangers yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Grizzled Mighty, oh, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know your sound's awesome, and uh, we'll let people decide for themselves. Here's another track, the Grizzled Mighty, and this is We Don't Get Along. All right, self-titled CD, The Grizzled Mighty, and that's the track We Don't Get Along. That snare drum sounds good mm-hmm. right there. It that sounds is, tubby. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's slapping. <laughs> that's tub-tub. Got a nice feel to it there. Tell us about the recording process uh, coming together, you know, all these songs. you have. How many are on the album here? Uh, there's 10, I believe. 10 yeah. songs, and uh, who did you guys go record with? What was that process like? Uh, recorded with uh, Greg Markle at the recovery room in, uh, in Seattle, and it was a hoot. It was a, it was a hoot nanny. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Man, we never really, you know, it was sort of like, a learning process for us, you know. Especially maybe. just trying to do a, a two-piece. Um, we've been like, you know, we've been in the studio and like messed around before, but I think it was interesting because we both really care about this and we were like, we're going to put a lot of time and effort into this and then after a while, we're like, God, why are we putting so much time and effort into this? I just want it to be done. <laughs> uh, now, being a, uh, a female drummer, and I can think of just a handful of, you know, Bon Bon Wheelie, one. Yeah, yeah. Star um, Harris. Star Harris. Yeah, I Star. mean, there's not a whole lot of them out there. Um, how do you? You talked a little bit before about you know going into the clubs where they're like your girlfriend has to pay and that kind of stuff. <laughs> we hear that a lot from the female musicians who are the lead singers coming in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, being being a band member, being the drummer, you're you're lugging your kit in and everything. Um, tell us about that experience being uh, you know being a, a female and and coming into the club and setting stuff up but do you find do you find challenges in that do you ever you ever people giving you kind of like oh she's the roadie you know it is definitely it has been like to our complete advantage people are like 
they don't really understand what's going on. It's like an optical illusion, really, because I'm a small person. And <laughs> I, I, I ride in this bass drum when we're in the car. <laughs> <laughs> it saves room. Yeah. How do you fit all this in there? Oh, I'm inside that drum. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'm a contortionist. Well, I have the biggest drum kit known to man. Yes, too. I mean, it's I ridiculous. This, I have like a 15-inch rack tom and you know a 24-inch kick, and it's like I have this huge deep snare, extra like double size snare that Ryan found and stuff, and it stole. Stole. Oh, God, <laughs> letting the cat out of the bag. Well, I, you know, the thing is, it's like, there's only two of us, and we sort of kind of, I don't know, like, didn't even really talk about it. We're like, we're going to have a huge sound. That's the goal. So, you know, we got this huge drum kit, and, you know, I'm lugging it into the clubs, and people are looking at me like, no way, no way she's going to play that. <laughs> but the response is, like, overwhelming. You know, people freak out, because I hit the drums really hard. And, you know, I just... I'm just all hair and head banging and like animal on the drums. I think that was my favorite comparison. Someone, several people told me I remind them of, of animal when I play. Nice. It's all arms and just craziness. Excellent. But you know, we both are just covered. It's just like a mass of hair and screaming. So it's. <laughs> yeah, because Ryan, he's not part of the bald crew by any means. <laughs> <laughs> no. I you think know, we could cut a little bit off. Give Gimmer and I some, and he'd still be shaggy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we'd be looking good. Uh, Yeah. I was at a wedding a little while ago, and I'm pretty sure some people thought I was a homeless guy stealing hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. That's a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> well, I forgot well, to tell you, you put- my mom actually said when, when she saw your picture or whatever, then she heard you on the radio when we were doing that um, rainy dog. She was like, I can't believe Ryan's so well-spoken. He speaks so well. And the problem like, is he you kept think putting he stuff in his pocket. Yeah. 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 It's like, I've got a half a salmon over here. <laughs> yeah. you know, he looks like he'd sound terrible. Just put him on the plate next time. No one will care. Hey, here's some uh, dates that you can go see the Grizzled Mighty um, f- this Friday at Jinx in Bellingham. I've not been up there. Is that, have you guys played there yet? I have not played there yet. Uh, I love Be- Bellingham, yeah, I so that should be a lot of fun. Saturday, check this out. Chair 9 at Mount Baker. That sounds like a fun gig oh, right yeah. there. Oh, yeah, that'll be a party. And uh, at, on the 15th, they will be at the Comet. And um, some of the – you guys have you guys played with other – you guys setting up bills, like you play with other bands and so forth? Have you ever no, opened just us or played – all the time. Have you ever played with Fox and the Law and played Double, yeah, double yeah. Duty? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, we're playing at Chair 9. Both, uh, both of us are playing at uh, Chair 9. That'll be a good time. And last week, actually, we played this benefit show at the Nectar and uh, Fox and the Law and the Girls Almighty played. And That's a long night for you, It's a long it? night. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it's fun. I'm tired the next day, guys build those uh calluses up oh, yeah <laughs> all right let's go into another track the uh, grizzled mighty they're our guests today and this is titled bleed me tragic
Believe Me Tragic is the name of that track, The Grizzled Mighty, The Band. Reminder, you can hear all these tracks uh, in their entirety right here on NWCZ Radio. We're proud to play this uh, great music from uh, what I consider to be a, a, ba- a new band here, you know, storming around the scene. You can go see them fr- this Friday, this coming Friday at Jinx in Bellingham, Saturday, Chair 9 in Mount Baker, and then on the 15th at The Comet. Uh, where can people pick up or download Get a copy of this great music. You know, we're holding it hostage right now. Completely. <laughs> Completely exclusive. <laughs> um, well, we're just getting uh, the CDs should be done and pressed and be back probably maybe tomorrow. Um, and then we're going to kind of send it out for about a week or two and see see what happens with that. And, um, you know, then we'll make it available online on Facebook and Reverb Nation. You've got to come to our shows if you want the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get an <laughs> autograph, you know, pick it up. Uh, hey, it's worth it, man. Uh, top to bottom. Great, great stuff on there. It's, it's heavy. It's hard hitting. It's, um, it's a breath of fresh air. The, the production value is fantastic. You guys sound great. It's shocking. I like it. That it's a two-piece. I want some more. <laughs> well, Give me. you shall have. <laughs> um, so uh, going in, you know, we're coming close to the end of this year. We're heading into the new year. What, what's some plan, What are some plans, some goals in mind for you guys for uh, 2012? Complete and utter world domination. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going to take it over. Um, you guys got a tour plan? You guys do yeah, West Coast tour? Yeah, they're going to migrate down to, uh, to Austin for South by Southwest and... Uh, you know, tour up and up the West Coast or down the West Coast and, you know, back up through the middle, um, coming back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Continue trying to completely inundate Seattle with our album and yeah, we're play gonna, every venue. We're going to play all exists. the time. <laughs> right, right. Well, those are, good, those are great goals, and uh, I don't see <clears throat> why people shouldn't latch on to this, and, and you guys are going to be, I think, uh, a big success out there. And uh, when you guys are, you know, when you guys have some shows in the Southland, South, Sound, South Sound area down here, let us know for sure. Absolutely. We'll Absolutely. come check it out. And uh, best of luck with when you release the CD. It's The Grizzled Mighty. It's a self-titled CD. Ryan and Whitney, it's a two-piece folks it's awesome you got to get your hands on this go see him live friday at jinx and bellingham saturday chair nine at mount baker and on the 15th at the comet guys thanks so much for coming well, in thank you for having us damn yeah. skippy all right want to thank the grizzled mighty for coming in what a great sound for a yeah. two-piece band very nice uh cats as well and uh, you have a chance to go see uh fox and the law which is ryan's other band on December 17th at the Stonegate, the Tacoma Musicians uh, and Friends Networking Party. It's going to be, like I said, at the Stonegate. I think we have six bands lined up for that, and it's only five bucks to get in. It's going to be a night, a lot of fun. We did it last year. Big success. A lot of the bands come take the night off, hang out, bring their CDs and their info and stuff. And if you're just a fan of the music, yep. come on down. It's uh, it's going to be a great time. We got lots of prizes to give away and um, just a fun night to hang and just, you know, do your thing. Yeah, you can uh, come down and uh, rub shoulders with uh, the elite cats. Yeah, no, it was just, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, cats who, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you've went out and seen them play or maybe you've even bought their CD. And right now you can, uh, on the 17th, come out and... Have a drink with them and yep, uh, chat. What are you, you guys know. up to? What are you working on? Yeah. What are you guys playing next? 
Exactly. Are you really broken up? Stalk, stalk them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. you know. Hey, uh, you know, uh, Thanksgiving just happened. Gimmer, how'd you spend yours? What'd you do, brother? Oh, we went over to my sister's house out in Gig Harbor and had the big feast. And and I had a... Uh, I saw you got pulled over. Uh, yeah, I did. I got pulled over on the way home. And Gig I, Harbor cops, they I, are always bored. And I blew a, a .42 a BGC, and that's a blood to gravy content. I heard they were coming out with those new that new blow and, equipment. And uh, he wasn't going to let me off until I told him. You're that nodding I, off at the wheel. I, I told him that I had a nap before we headed out, <laughs> and he was satisfied with that. So uh, you, you may know. cross the bridge. But it was funny. I'll tell you what. I my my plate never got bigger, except I went back to the uh, the pitcher full of gravy three yes. three times. Yes. And I think that had like some dramatic effect on me because I went straight from the table. To the floor right in front of the uh, uh, fireplace. <laughs> I can see it now. I mean, there were people still at the dinner table. It wasn't even. Gimmer's out. It wasn't even. Uh, can I, may I excuse myself? No. It was like, where's, where's Justin? Oh, he's over by the. Uh, he's on the floor. I know that for for a fact because uh, last year at the Super Bowl party, we had a big <laughs> had a big feast. You know, like tons of pizza, chicken wings, you know, all the stuff. Yes. And Gimmer comes in. He's all <laughs> jacked up and excited to be there. A couple of plates in. He's on the floor. O U T out. Yeah, I was. I can't. That's hilarious. <laughs> Something about special days, food, and yeah. Gimmer being out. <laughs> I don't know. That's hmm. I, I had a lot of, that. you know, I had a lot of people roll through. Uh, you still my house. have some at your house. I still have some here. It's just been a, a never-ending wave of folks coming in. But we had a, you know, big Thanksgiving dinner. And you're right, man. There's just something about, it's about the gravy, you know. <laughs> it just uh, weighs you down. Just I put it on everything. My dude. blood is heavy right now. I put it on everything. Just keep that boat floating. Yep. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> is there any chicken fried steak around here right now? I I could... Anything else I can put? To, can you just make some toast so I can, you know, put this on? No, but I'll tell you, this year, my wife knocked it out of the park with the stuffing. Mm. It was so good. <laughs> and, I mean, you can tell now because I weigh about 50 pounds more. Even... Even though I was, you know, I'm I was done with it all. You're so full, you never want to see turkey or mashed potatoes or anything ever again. Came home from uh, work on Friday and <laughs> walked right into the kitchen. I'm like, yeah, I could use a little snack. I'm rooting yeah. around. There it was, leftovers, the big bowl of stuffing. Ba boom, microwave. Here yeah. we go. Uh, not a turkey sandwich. That's not my style. But the stuffing, I was all over. So. That's funny. What are you eating? Just stuffing. a big bowl of stuffing right now. <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly hmm. what it was. Isn't there something about stuffing a turkey that you know <laughs> rings hollow here? I just uh, went through my last uh, my last bit of leftover gravy here before the show at home myself. You I still got some. Like, I whipped it up. Down. I whipped up the gravy um, to go along with my tater tots and chicken strips yes i was fantastic nice nice uh <laughs> but i didn't get any nap afterwards so you guys uh big will i saw you guys uh, had a couple of uh two or th whatever some new songs you guys have in the can or rolled out or what's going on uh, with we that got, we uh working on four four new songs a couple of them we will probably bust roll, out roll, here soon? roll out at jazz bones in a couple weeks what what's when are your, when's your next gig uh january 9th friday night at jazz bones um that's like eight eight thirty something like that right on all right hey yeah that's it for hour number one thanks for hanging with us 
come back in hour number two because we're going to talk to Tacoma icon Ernest Jasmine. He's interviewed everybody and knows a lot of big stars. Also, we'll give you our top five recommends and lots of other stuff right here on the Northwest Convergence Zone show.